Welcome to the podcast. This is a professional football player, Anton Agrest, 24 years of age. He was born in Sweden. He's now playing for Tabi in Division One, which is the third tier here in Sweden. And it's just the start of the season coming up, right, Anton? How many games have you guys played so far? Oh, we're playing our second game tomorrow. Okay, who's that against? We're playing Umu FC, who came from second tier of Sweden. Nice, nice. And that's in the north of Sweden, right? Are you playing home or away? Playing home, so no nice. big travel. Oh, that's good. Well, how was the um, the COVID pandemic? How did it like affect you and your your team situation or yourself personally? Anything in particular? Uh, well, it affected like uh, the whole world. Uh, fortunately, we still able to to play games in Sweden. Uh, so that's why our league are still going, uh, while the lower leagues uh, are our don't play. Uh, yeah. So we're happy we can play football. Yeah, of course. You know, it's super lucky, I guess, because a lot of countries around the world, uh, a lot of teams have been shut down, can't even train. So it's quite a nice place to be at the moment, I guess, right? Yes, for sure. For sure. Yeah. Well, I want to get a little bit of uh, background about yourself. Uh, I wanted to know a little bit about where you grew up and uh, which and which environment, like which area did you grow up in Sweden, uh, your family situation. Uh, take us back a little bit to the beginning of what introduced you to football, basically, and, and how you were influenced and, you know, and, and the area that you were raised in. Uh, well, I uh, grew up just a couple of miles outside of Stockholm. Mm-hmm. Uh, in a smaller village uh, where I begin to play football uh, normal age around five uh, in a local team yep. um, that's where it all started I started to play one year earlier than all the other guys uh, of my age because I really wanted to play football uh, mm-hmm. so uh, that was a great start that's how it all began and did you have any say influences upon your football career at an early age did it like someone push you to get into football or did you just kind of fall in love with it through f- playing with friends or like how was your introduction into the game of football well football has always been in in my family with my father being a big uh, football fan and uh, so I obviously played with him before I joined this team uh, and uh, yeah I played a lot uh, out on the garden well uh, yeah they they yeah, they just put me in a team, and uh, of course, from there it was it was love. So uh, it took off from there. That's that's good. You know, we have a similar background with that. You know, with uh, you know, it's always good to have family that are involved in football and to share your success, right? For sure, for sure. Talking a little bit about you know, obviously with football, you have a lot of highs and lows in a football career. Uh, I wanted to ask you about, uh, do, do you have any failure or apparent failure that, that set you up for a later success? Like, do you have, a, for example, do you have like a favorite failure of yours that you, you've managed to get success out of? Yeah, but let's say uh, I left my local team because I played with the, with the guys uh, older than me. Uh, and uh, one day they decided that I wasn't part of the 
of the first lineup basically uh, and I, I left this team uh, which is could be a failure and I joined my age group uh, and there there it um, I took bigger steps from there uh, playing in uh, in a better club uh, with the better players uh, and uh, from there also went to a better club and uh, it continued like that and if it wasn't for this uh, decision from uh, from these coaches in this local team then maybe I would still play there and don't have the same development as I did from sure. that sure and then obviously uh we know each other through our time in the Netherlands together uh that's where we we were introduced to each other playing football in the third tier uh I was wondering a little bit about like how that decision was made to look outside of Sweden uh to explore options uh I know you've obviously been on a few trials and things like that but uh was your was your goal for say to uh play abroad from the country that you're raised and uh, born in yeah well since like swedish football isn't it's not the best in in uh, in europe so it's not obviously not on one of the top leagues so of course the dream is to play abroad uh, growing up in sweden so uh of course that's always interesting with netherlands it was not not more uh, uh, difficult than than an agent who said uh, uh he has a club in netherlands are looking for a center back and uh, yeah. and I went and there I met the big big man Jesse Edge <laughs> captain of the team do you hear any uh so in football uh do you hear any like bad recommendations uh you know that are within your profession of being a professional football player or your area of expertise like some bad recommendations that could be from players from coaches uh you know that maybe some younger people listening could use and uh you know be aware of certain situations like do you get uh bad recommendations uh of course it's difficult to when you're when a young guy aspiring for for big goals and uh, you have big dreams you uh you want to reach it like no matter what and achieve it and uh uh you look for advice and you look for paths to to reach this goal uh and uh, uh along your journey you meet people that are both good for you and that are bad for you simply because uh you you meet people who think they know they know stuff and they know how to 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 progress when they actually don't and uh, in professional football it's in particular it's agents who you meet and you and they they can promise both promise you stuff and uh, just say stuff that you like and uh, it's easy to to fall for it uh, and sometimes you also think that you don't have options but usually all there's always an option maybe it's just not the option you really want but maybe it's it would be for the better to to look to look for that uh, and um as well with coaches uh, they are like normal people and you can't you can't uh, you don't decide who's going to be your coach uh, in in uh, especially in the, or like uh, nowhere but uh, in the youth teams you have a coach and it could be a great coach who develops you and it could be a donkey which is not yeah. going to develop you 
uh, for sure and that's like i i completely agree and i backed it up and that's the maybe the beautiful thing but also the crazy thing about football that is so based on opinions you know what i mean so like for example if you're a swimmer or a you know, or a sprinter, if you're the fastest swimmer or sprinter, you win the race. Whereas in football, it's not always the, you know, not always how it goes, basically. Of course. Uh, of course. So football no hard is facts. so opinionated, you know, and you can see that as well with the divide of, you know, Messi, Ronaldo, who do you think is the best player? You know, it's just a matter of opinion. And that's the same when it comes down to it. Uh, when you're looking or trialing even to go go to teams and looking for a new club and you know you just got to try and hope and find the the person that is going to believe in you basically and it's all about about building those relationships with coaches agents and then also having a bit of luck you know being in the right place in the right time of course right for sure for sure uh, and not uh, perhaps not rushing as well yeah yeah, that's for sure. Patience is a big part of it and not rushing into rushing into decisions and uh, being strong with with your worth. You know, I know a lot of football players think, you know, sometimes it does feel like you're a bit of a slave that everyone's making decisions for you. And then you're just being like, oh, yes, 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 I will go, you know, and take this opportunity when when, you know, when you can change that mindset to you know, that I'm, a, I'm worth something, you know, that I, I, I also have, have, uh, have worth. And then even going into negotiations with contracts and clubs, then, then you can hold that as well. You know, you do have the power. For sure. For sure. And opportunities that come along, you don't have to think that this was a missed opportunity if you didn't take it, or if, if you don't go for, for a certain club, but oh, what could have been in that club? You can never know that. Yeah, but like I completely agree. Like, uh, you know, when you make decisions, it's not like you have a good and a bad decision. It just takes you on two different paths and then it's up to you to make the most out of both of those decisions. Eh? Uh, so I, I wanted to know a little bit because uh, obviously I know you previously, you know, like myself, it's uh, the football market is a tough one. We've also been out, we've been uh, in times without a club uh, what's uh, what kind of kept your motivation to keep to keep going and keep doing the right things? Because obviously I know you and uh, you know your situation, and and I know how much you are working and training still uh, when times got tough. And like basically, yeah, what was your motivation? What was your um, like the philosophies behind your lifestyle? You know, and and what what are the things that kept you into working so hard and really pushing yourself? And then obviously now finding a great football move for yourself, you know, back into a really nice opportunity. <laughs> um, well, uh, I think it came down to just inner passion and inner belief uh, in, in myself. You have to go deep down sometimes and dig uh, and uh, think about what you really want uh, and uh, write down what really is important for you and then uh, aim for that uh, even if it looks uh, difficult at the moment in football it goes very fast up and it goes very fast down so uh, um, yeah uh, inner belief and uh, inner passion and uh, and support from uh, 
family and friends. That was the key at sure. that moment. Sure. And then as well, like with football in terms of mentality, because as you said, you know, football is so fast at going up and so fast at going down. And with your mentality, you know, it's, it's important to try and balance yourself out basically, you know? So when you are having your highs to try and not get, you know, so, so high and super, super excited. So when your lows are so low to not get so, so down, you know, it's about kind of keeping quite a balance in your life. And then also, you know, having the mentality as well, maybe of that you're not, you know, I'm, I'm not Jesse, I'm a footballer. It's I'm Jesse and I play football. You know what I mean? To exactly. kind of separate that balance and, uh, and really, you know, not be too high and too low to really keep a balanced lifestyle, basically. Yeah, it's like a question about identity and uh, not thinking that you are only worth what you're worth as a footballer. Uh, and you have to try and work on, uh, on stuff uh, around football as well. Not, not just for the sake of football, just for the sake of for your well-being. And football is uh, 80% uh, psychology and mentality and 20% knowing how to pass a ball. It sounds like Fort Minor, mate. I swear. <laughs> but uh, tell a little bit about your current situation. Like uh, you're at Tabi now. Division One Norda, which is the North League of the third tier in Sweden, right? Yes, precisely. Well, yeah, we just started the season. It's a, a good club, and uh, we won the first game with big, big, uh, big numbers. So um, it was also a derby, no, in Stockholm. It was a club from Stockholm. It was a club I previously played in, which was great beating them. <laughs> of course, it uh, makes it sweeter, eh? Of course, and uh, yeah, tomorrow new game. We we try to win that one, that one as well, and have a good start of the season, and uh, and then we take it from there and see see how we how we go further. Yeah, for sure. That's uh, you know, it's really nice you found the opportunity for yourself, mate. Uh, I was I was wondering as well a little bit if, say, for example, you could go back to when you were about 13, 14 years old and through your life experiences you've had now, everything with football, otherwise, what would you tell like a 13, 14-year-old, uh, still six-foot Anton Agrest? <laughs> it was difficult to speak with that, that guy, for sure. <laughs> That's a good question. What advice would you give a 10-year younger self? Um, well, because at that stage as well, you're obviously going through puberty, so a lot of changes are happening. Uh, of course. Well, well what, for, like, sure, yeah. for sure, um, believing in yourself is very important through all times. Uh, work hard, but I didn't have to hear that uh, those stuff. Uh, but probably probably not rushing still. Mm -hmm. I think that's that will be uh, the key, both enjoying time back then uh, the time of people you were around uh, and uh, uh, live in that moment and then uh, yeah it's it's about uh, uh, trying to be around uh, good people I think a building relationship both uh, in football and uh, on yourself in general yeah because of course like 
you know, always people say that the people that you hang around or the people you spend the most time around are the people you're most going to probably end up like, you know. So being in the mm. right group of people uh, that are also working on the same same goals, obviously, in different career paths, but that still have the same motivation and the same seriousness of what they do. You know, it's important to uh, really surround yourself by good people, especially at a young age, because uh, I think myself, I was quite lucky with it because of the environment I grew up in, a football academy. Uh, so I was quite lucky through doing that. But, you know, it's important because obviously if your friends are going off uh, partying every week and you're at a, in your young age, you, you don't see the world as clearly as we do now through our experience. Uh, you know, you just go and you'll go and do that, you know, because that's what your friends are doing. So that's yeah. why as well, you can also be, for example, lucky like that and being in the right crowd of people. Yeah, the environment is everything for, for an athlete, uh, for sure. Uh, which environment you're in I don't know if I see the world so clear uh, yeah I don't know how to say that we still uh, have a lot to learn basically yeah sure the world. do you have any recommendations for any young kids that aspire to be football players uh, what would you kind of recommend them basically what, what are some things that they could improve on or, or even just be mentally aware of uh, about playing professional football or could even be what's the reality like uh, the reality like of being a professional football player yeah it's not always sunshine and rainbows uh, of course uh, and uh, what you see when you think a football footballer is Ronaldo and Messi which are the best players uh, in the world there are a lot of professional footballers below that uh, below Premier League even though you you should of course uh, strive for that, you should aim for the stars and maybe land at the clouds. Uh, and uh, oh, it's Kanye West, then. Eh? <laughs> I swear, it's all the rappers. <laughs> nah, but you know, it's 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 no secret. You know, you work hard and you believe in yourself, and by working hard, you really have to understand what that means. Uh, you have to really keep going during a long period it's not something you do uh, over course of one two years it's something you do uh, for a long time it's a lifestyle that you want you need to want to have the lifestyle otherwise it's not going to work yeah because like i think personally myself a lot of young kids like you said basically see players that are playing in the premier league making millions of euros and living in the biggest houses with the uh, biggest cars, buying everything they want. Uh, I think young kids as well need to understand that being a professional football player is not always making millions of euros. Being a professional is making a living from playing football, you know? So there's a lot of, you know, lower leagues around Europe that you have a lot of professional football players, but that are also on quite low salaries. You know, that's that's not a... That's not a People, especially where I'm from in New Zealand, are not super aware of that, you know, that that you're still, you know, you don't sign your pro deal and then it's like, oh, wow, I've made it. Now I can go out and go and party and go spend all my money. Like, it's not like that. The It's still like you're still on the grind. You're still got to go and put your work in every day. You know, if you don't, then, you know, you have many players that can be a pro for one year and then the next year they're done. You know, it's about the consistency. And, you know, like you said, it's about having that, 
that lifestyle, that holistic, holistic uh, lifestyle, you know, it's 24 seven. And then everything that you do and strive is to play football, you know, you eat, sleep and train. And then, you know, and then, like I said, you're not always making the best money through doing that. You know, it's always about that vision of getting better and, you know, working on yourself every day and, and then hoping that chance comes. For sure. Consistency and uh, enjoying enjoying playing football, uh, no matter no matter how big the paycheck is at the moment. Yeah, well, I, I completely agree. I think if you don't enjoy the game, that, you know, you're screwed basically from the start. You know, when times start getting tough and you don't love football, you're in big trouble because, like, mm. that's kind of what, what keeps you in the game, basically. If I can just speak about myself personally, about when, when times have been hard without a club, for example, you know, just the love of the game that you're able to kind of keep going, keep pushing yourself. And then, uh, you know, and then moves do come around, you know, it does come, it does come. It does come for the grinder. Yeah. But that's also another little anecdote, you know, about uh, I came from a New Zealand football academy with my uncle, Declan Edge, and, you know, just about how many hundreds, even, yeah, I would say multiple hundreds of players that have come and gone, you know, it's almost like, train, do the right work, listen to the right people, be in the right environment. And just at the end of the day, just don't quit. You know, everyone else will quit. Yeah, for sure. You know, they quit when they're 20, 21 and they haven't reached the level that they want to reach. Yeah, exactly. So if you stick by it, you know, there's so many players that just, that are not there anymore. They're not your competition. Yeah, for sure. Maybe you reach a level when you're uh, 26, 27, you, you have to be... Uh, maybe happy with that and enjoy the journey you you take um, to get there and then uh, then you still nowadays if you're 26 27 you can still have 10 even more years uh, left playing uh, just about fitness and uh, mentality for sure for sure i was wondering because obviously with um playing professional football and training obviously it's uh it's competition every day, you know. So obviously, there's really high stress levels uh, when you're fighting for your position in a team. Obviously, the weekend trying to get three points, but you know, people don't realize as well that competition is happening every single day in training about fighting for a position. Uh, is there a way that you kind of dial down during the days or outside of training through any hobbies you have? Uh, like, what what kind of things do you kind of take your mind away from football to be able to relax and recover? Well, I think uh, uh, you don't you want you don't want to put all your eggs in one basket. So you want to do more in life, and you want to you want you need to have more hobbies than just playing football, uh, because otherwise everything will depend on how it goes in your football. Uh, so yeah, I enjoy music. I enjoy uh, uh, chess, of course, and uh, yeah, spending time with uh, friends, uh, all kinds of stuff. Uh, that could develop me as a person and uh, yeah I don't only play football although mm -hmm. football is for sure my biggest passion yeah well that's like I said you know like it's it's super important because obviously football is is a game but you're dealing with such high stress situations uh, very often day in day out uh, basically so you know it is important to have that balance of during the day you know that obviously you know it takes your mind away from football but you're still 
you know, you're still doing things to improve, to get better. So like resting is training, you know, you know, taking mm. your mind away from football is important to recover even mentally, you know, for sure. Do you have anything uh, else you would like to touch on in terms of the mentality? I know that you're obviously doing some studies uh, at a school there in Stockholm and, you know, also about, you know, kind of psychology of sports. Uh, do you have any, any information that maybe could be beneficial that you would like to share on this platform? Well, yeah, I'm, that's part of it. I'm also studying sports science and psychology in elite uh, sports and uh, uh, a lot of interesting stuff that I'm learning. Uh, and of course, we touched the subjects a bit about uh, a bit a bit about uh, identity. You don't sh you shouldn't identify yourself as a footballer uh, only. You know you you are, you are you should be bigger than that uh, and. Uh, uh, of course, uh, there's a lot to learn psychology-wise, uh, and I really recommend people to 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 study a bit and learn uh, different different um, parts that can help you uh, both in life and uh, in the game of football. That's also a part of football, you know, doing the research outside of the game uh, about self-improvement. You know, I'm a big believer in that. Is there anything else you'd like to share on this platform before we kind of, you know, wrap up the wrap this uh, conversation up? Well, everybody should follow me on at uh, Anton's World uh, on all platforms. Yeah. Give it, give it a follow. Uh, you're gonna enjoy the show. What uh, content are you posting, mate? Everything, everything. Yes? More chess than football, eh? More chess and Fortnite <laughs> than anything else. <laughs> Nah, that's cool. Uh, like Anton said, uh, you know, follow his uh, streams through Instagram. What else are you on? My Fortnite streams. Fortnite streams, yeah. 100%. You can, uh, I have a star guest, uh, Fred Delaney there on the show as well. <laughs> nah, that's fantastic, mate. Cheers for your time. Thank you. All right, mate. Take it easy. Ciao, ciao. Yo, this is a motherfucking boy.